So that's against the rules, and you can't sit with us. Whatever. Those rules aren't real. Good day, mama. I seem to take a step out. Get some in now. Let's go edge out. Put some ice broken. Hey, everybody. This is Chanel. Welcome back to Girl Code Media. I am so excited to be back for another solo episode where I am hopefully taking you guys from having no high quality relationships to now having a plethora of healthy friendships, relationships, connections, colleagues, all the things. However, like I told you guys in the last few videos, it is a journey. It's not a quick process. Um, and a lot of people are navigating relationships thinking it's just, you know, I'm gonna meet the person and that's when the magic happens. No. Um, so you're going to these events, you are meeting friends after friends after friends, going through all these friendship breakups. Um, the colleagues at work, it's like the same thing everywhere you go. There's something that has to change in you first before I could even teach the basics of the social education that we're going to get into. Um, and this is part of the social education, evaluating your relationships. So if you just clicked on this video, welcome. I am happy you're here. However, friend, you got to go to the, uh, the beginning because, you know, it's a journey. I'm trying to get you from point A to Z. So with that, you have to make sure you have the right tools and steps to get to the next thing. So I would encourage you guys to go back. If you want to listen to this, fine. I'll let you. I'll let you stay here. But I do encourage you to go back to the last few videos just to see what that step A is, what that step B is, and then come back here if you can. But nevertheless, I'm glad you guys are here. So the last video, we did an evaluation. We did an evaluation because with every relationship, you have to have an evaluation. But this episode specifically is now a yourself evaluation. Again, before we can even get to the friends, we have to start here. What is the relationship you have with yourself? When somebody asks you who you are and Quite frankly, I'm asking you now, who are you? Who are you? And sis, it's not just your titles. Who are you? Because when we go into eternity, we're not taking any of the titles. We're not taking any of our wealth. We're not taking any of our friends. Um, none of that. Your soul is what's going to be taken. So who are you at the core? And it's okay if you don't know. This is a place to start. But I had to continue to ask my that question in different areas of my life because titles, I'm not sure about y'all, but for me, there were so many titles that God stripped for me. There were seasons of isolation. There were times where, you know, I lost my job or the things that I put my security in that told me this is who I was, they were gone. And it left me in a place of not knowing who I am at the core. 
And something that I do for most of my Girl Talk um, episodes or just like the one-on-one interviews if I have time, I always ask the panel, who are you without the titles? And some people can say it. Some people are not going to have to tell them ahead of time because it's not something that you think about. And it's with my studies and my programming. When I ask the girls, they have no clue, especially when you're young. You are basically what everybody else is telling you you are. You really don't have that much control over your life. So we start off basically not having that control having so much of your parents' influence, going to college only because your parents have embedded that in you, or not being anything because your environment has told you that this is the way we do things. We graduate high school and we we on the streets or we in the club selling this and that. Like it's your environment and other people for the most part telling you who you are. And at a point of your life, it's not easy, but if you're lucky, at a point in your life, there may be an experience that you have to have that reminds you of these things. And if it's not reminding you, bringing the awareness of these things, whether you're in a dark place, and that's why I tell people, like, sometimes, you know, we pray we try to pray out of certain situations because they're so tough. You feel so alone. You don't know which way to go. Everything's being stripped. You feel like you lost everything. The moments where I lost everything, I came out of it more powerful. I came out of it a different version of Chanel. They're meant for you to learn something that's going to unlock the next level of your life. So as we're talking about high quality relationships and friendships, we're going to get down again to the basics because they're not being taught. And again, I'm just seeing so many broken relationships and you set the tone for that. So I want you guys um, now, before we even get into this video, pause it real quick and write down who am I? Just a quick journal prompt. Who am I? And then pause. Okay, you're back. (laughs) Or if you don't have time, it's okay. Um, At least think about it before we get down um, to the rest of this uh, segment. So the first thing um, I like to do, we talked about the evaluation in the last video. I broke it down. Um, It was a different kind of evaluation because I used titles. I used stranger, associate, and friend. This is kind of the same. You do have to ask that question. Am I a stranger to myself? Do I not know myself? Do I have nothing to put down? Because I really don't know. All I have is titles to put down. And yeah, you are a stranger and you have to you know, start doing that self-care and that that work to sit down with yourself and kind of replicate the same and the some of the same things I said in the last video, like sit down with yourself, talk to yourself, admire yourself, love on yourself, romance yourself, appreciate yourself. You're going to have to really take that time to do that. Just like how you would get to know somebody else. You have to get to know you on that same level or not more. 
associate is like, okay, I kind of know myself, but not all the way. So that's a good place to be. It's not the worst. I'm going to say it's a good place. It's not the worst place to be. Um, that just means you need some work. Sometimes um, I'm a friend of myself, and sometimes I go through these learning curves where I become a new person, and it seems like I have to always evaluate myself again. Like, I always have to get to know myself again in different seasons. So I'll be confident one season, I know myself, and then the next year, I'm like, oh, I'm not the same girl. And that's, I, it's annoying for me, but I am still committed to evolving. And if you're like me and you're committed to evolving and growing, you may understand better than somebody who um, is more comfortable staying the same. But for the ones that you are constantly evolving, sometimes, like, I have to always get to know myself again. Um, and it's a beautiful journey. Sometimes it gets frustrating, but it's, it's a journey. And these are the evaluations, like I said in the um, last video, um, when I had to evaluate the relationship that I was talking about in the last video, I, I had to do it quite often. This, I feel like I do it like every year or every different, like I feel shifts in my life. Like every shift I have to evaluate, whether it's the situation and I don't feel like I know what to do or have the tools and I have to like really dig deep inside me. Like God reveals so much of who you are through situations and other people. So when you're going through those experiences, you realize a little bit more about yourself because you can't, you can't know yourself by yourself. And that's another um, reason why it's so important to have community and be in community with others. So figure out what title you have with yourself. But the majority of this video, I'm going to be talking about the characteristics of a friend and seeing if you have that within yourself. So the last video we focused on the titles. That's how I did my evaluation with that particular um, video. But this is the characteristics of a good friend. And there are so many characteristics. So I only broke it down to like three or four um, different characteristics for the sake of time. But the first thing um, is kindness. You want to have a friend that is nice to you, right? Like I don't, sometimes I don't get why people are friends with people who are mean to them, but normally a healthy relationship, that person is your biggest hype man. They are kind to you. So, in that sense, I'm hoping that, you know, if you have a friend, you are nice to her, you are nice to him, they could call on you, like, you are so sweet if they're going through a hard time, you're there to uplift them and be there for them. However, are you that for yourself? And sometimes, I know for me, I am not always kind to myself. I'm not. Sometimes I have to, like, check myself because I know this work is, like, I, I get in moments of talking, I'm like, you know, why would you say that? And one of the biggest things I do, um, even with my girls, with the Girl Code program, is what are those narratives that you say about yourself? 
even if it's situational, when you have a big test coming up and you're studying for an exam, are you telling yourself, I mean, you're not going to, what's the point of studying? You're not going to um, get a good grade anyway. Or why are you thinking about leaving him? Because, I mean, this is the best you're going to get anyway. Or why would you want to switch careers when this is all you're good at and this is the only career that I'm going to make it in? Or I don't want a job at heart. I feel like there's something in me. Everybody's telling me I should do this, but I feel like I'm going to fail. Whatever that negative self-talk is, Get it in check. Get it in check. Because when you, and this is a good exercise, anytime you think negative of yourself, write it down. Every time it happens. Every time. I don't care if you're cooking, it's like, dang, why did you do this? You're, you're dumb. Or, um, oops, sorry, it was my light. But um, anytime that you could think of a negative thought that comes to your head, write it down. Whether you're on the phone and you, you no, whether it's this light that just fell, I'm not like, oh, shut down. You can't set up nothing right or whatever. Like, it could be like these little small things. Write it down. Everything from you looking in the mirror, you putting on new clothes, and it's like, oh, why do you try this on? You know you're fat, or you'll never get to that size. Or write it down. See how frequently you're saying those negative things to yourself. So once you write it down, and you see the frequency, even if you do it just for a day, look at that list and see. One, if you're being kind to yourself or nice to um, or mean to yourself. And then the question is from there, would you tell your friends what you said about you? Would you tell them that? Would you tell them that they're fat? Would you tell them that they're not worthy? Would you tell them that they're not going to amount to anything? Would you tell them that this is all they deserve and they will never elevate in life and they will never have good friends and they will never have a good relationship and that the Lord doesn't care about them and nobody cares about them? Would you tell them what you are telling yourself? Oh, you're not going to do that. You're not going to make it. You will never be wealthy. You will never be able to get that. You will never be able to get the love that you want. Oh, that happens to girls like her. That would never happen to me. Would you tell your friends that? I don't think so. And if you would, yeah, you need to stick with me because you're not a good friend. But that, it's a tough pill to swallow, but it's such a realization that could really set you free from being mean to yourself. Because some people are not even aware that you are mean to yourself. And it shows, it's the energy that like follows you. And you you are teaching people how to treat you. Because normally if you are thinking bad about yourself, you are expecting 
bad for yourself. And other people will peep that and will give you exactly what you're putting out. And you don't want that energy. You don't want that energy. Um, And the next thing I do with my girls um, in the program, once they write down a list of the negative thinking, I go back to, and that's why you have to go to the first and second video. You have to match up what you think about yourself with what God says you are. Because sometimes we drug ourselves so deep in the hole that it's hard to think highly of ourselves when you have constantly for years had this negative talk. So I always match it up to what, what does God say? And that's why the relationship with God comes first before it even comes for like yourself. The relationship with God comes first before the relationship with yourself. And these literally, this is why, because you need somebody to, um, remind you of the love that God has for us to even be able to even love yourself because you want to be able to see yourself the way he sees you so you can see others the way he sees them that is the formula and blueprint to making friendships and that's why we're here trying to learn (laughs) where you're at with the friendship that you have with yourself so I'm going to read a few, uh, as I'm paraphrasing them too, a few of the supporting scriptures that um, helps that I tell my girls about who they are. One is you are made in God's image. That's in Genesis. Like that is so powerful. You're saying here somebody you will never amount to nothing. Do you know you are made in God's image? You are the image of God, the creator of all things. The only perfect one, the only good thing. You are made in his image. So if there's anything where you're sitting here talking about, I'm fat, I look ugly, I'm, you know, if there's anything on that list, that does not reflect you being made in God's image, cross it out. Cross it out. Because that means it's not true. Okay? You see where I'm going with this? So, the next is, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And it's so funny because, I heard this um, again. I grew up in church. I remember me like I remember they always said this scripture. However, I'm like fearfully. I never got like really what that meant. But I was like, hey, you know, I'm fearfully wonderfully made. I just went with it. But for the sake of this video, um, the context of fearfully is it means in awe or reverence. Like, have you ever been in awe of something? I know for me, there's something about when I see um, just raw talent, especially people of color, like whether it's a Broadway, whether it's an amazing movie, whether like there's something with me in um, just seeing raw talent showcase. 
I am so in awe of seeing people use their God-given talents and just taking that space in this world boldly. Like, it just does something to me to hear, like, Fantasia singing on that stage or um, you see, like, the HBCU cheerleaders and drill team and the band. And I it's something about that that I'm just so in awe. It's so beautiful. It, it's something that happens inside of me that is just like, like, wow, I'm blown away. You are fearfully made. And that's exactly what that means. God is in awe of you. They are proud of you in heaven. Like, I really imagine, like, him making us and the angels hyping us up like you did that one. Like, what? God, you did your big one. Like this. Oh, look at her. Look at him. And we come out here and have this whole list of, like, negative stuff. Like, I'm sure God be tired of us up there. Like, because then you riffing his creation. You basically telling him his work is not good. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that also means um, that each individual is done with great care and detail and reverence. And wonderfully also means is like cause wonder, admiration, or amazement. You are amazing. You are adored. So if there's anything on your list, <laughs> and also, like I said, fearfully, that means attention to great detail. That also means your flaws. Nothing about you surprises God. He made you. I attended this conference, and this lady broke it all the way down. It was so beautiful. She literally was saying, he did not put the seas on the side of the earth so they could fall and drown us or the mountains underneath the water or that he pays attention to detail. There's boundaries in the sea. There's space, stars, but he pays attention to details. He knows the very hairs on your head. So if he knows every detail, he knows every flaw that he put in you, whether it's like a time management. I'm just always, you know, I'm, nobody takes me serious because I'm funny or I, he knows every detail, every insecurity, every sickness, every illness, every whatever. He knows it already. So that means if he put a desire in you to do something, he already equipped you with the tools to do it in his strength. You're good. So knock that off. So if it's, if it's anything like, you know, I'm clumsy, I'm a klutz, whatever those like little flaws are that's causing you to feel like you can't get to the next level or you can't achieve more or higher. That's not true. That's not true. Um, then it's, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, 
to do good works. So stop saying you're not doing a good job. Stop saying you're not doing enough. Stop saying you are created to do good works. Literally, which God prepared in advance for us to do. In advance for us to do, which goes with what I just said. He already gave you the tools to do what you need to do. And that is to produce good works. What you're going to do in this earth is going to be good. It's already declared. And that's Ephesians 12, 10, if you want to go back to that. So, sis, you have to evaluate. You have to evaluate. And the next character trait that we're going to talk about is trust. You shouldn't have friends that you don't trust, right? So, do you trust yourself? Do you have you like you want your boyfriend to have you? Like you want your family to, you know, y'all say, I got her back and, you know, she got my friend and so-and-so got my, like, we want that. But do you have that for yourself? That means when you do set a goal, you're actually achieving it. Because if not, you are setting the stage to not keep promises to yourself to not show up for you you don't have your own back and that's causing you not to trust yourself so when we're talking about friendships and relationships and how they mirror back off your relationship that you have with yourself I know for me there's times where um, just like a recovering people pleaser. Um, so I'm talking from that perspective. Um, I didn't want to be a burden to people. I already don't like help. I already don't like, I'm like hyper independent a little bit. That was my situation and journey. And when people ask me like, Oh, do you want me to do this or do that? I would say, no, it's okay. Not cause I didn't want it. It's just because I didn't want it to feel like a burden and there was also a fear that like everything comes with a price tag some cases can be true but I mean it's still rooted in fear and not being a burden and like negative things so when you do that you are showing that person you don't really require much I literally had friends for years where um like in my high school years um, even a little bit, I would say until I was like about 20, I would see how hard they would go for other people for their birthdays. They would like literally buy Louis Vuitton bags for each other and, you know, do these things. And I would not get a dime from them. And I never, I never sought it, but I paid attention. So I'm like, it's just the thought that counts. Like I can't even get a cheeseburger from them. And we talk all the time. We're good. Like, I know my friend loves me. However, I taught her that I don't require much. But her other friends are more high maintenance. And she's willing to go above and beyond for them. Always buying them stuff. Always. But I can't even get mad at anybody when I always, well, I started off the relationship saying no. I said, I'm good. Oh, it's okay. Are you sure? 
So it really does mirror how you treat yourself and like, do you feel like you deserve to receive love? Do you feel like you deserve good things? Because every time you set a goal for something good, you're never there. You don't even achieve it for yourself. You know, so like just think about these things and then respect. Do you respect yourself? All your friendships, all your relationships, even not to be funny, even strangers. I don't even got to know you. I want my respect, period. That's like non-negotiable. So do you respect yourself? Are you living a life that shows that you respect yourself? Are you in a bad relationship? a toxic relationship that is disrespectful? Are you dealing and tolerating family members even that are disrespectful? Friendships that are disrespectful. They don't value your time. You're getting called out your name. You have to compete with so-and-so-and-so. You are showing people that it's okay to disrespect you. You are literally showing people it's okay to disrespect you because you don't respect yourself. You don't respect yourself. So how are you getting into these relationships with these men and you're crying and you know your friends are telling you, oh, you deserve more, you deserve better. That may be true, but you're showing that you don't. And that is the thing. I had to learn that. And it went, thank God, it only took me like two tries. Because I just don't understand how some people be in like bad relationships time and time. Like God wouldn't allow me to do that. Like it started to cause anxiety being in wrong relationships. Like I'm, I'm not fit for the toxic life. But some people, that's their way of life because that's all they know. Like y'all are army strong, honey, because I... I try to be with the drama. I try to have the little, mm nope, don't do it. Was it for me? That life was a little ghetto for me. Um, but I see why most people are in it. So it's no judgment because, again, I think everybody has been in it. But that was my realization. Like, Chanel, you, you love this guy more than you love yourself because of how he's treating you and how you are allowing him to treat you. Period. There is no other way around that. Like, if I am constantly forgiving somebody for the same thing, you are sending a message that you don't have no standards. And anything that don't have no standards, no rules, no boundaries, no morals, it's a mess. It's a mess. And sometimes you think like, you know, you're being nice. You're trying to be understanding with people. You're trying to know you are operating in desperation because your cup is empty because you have not filled it yourself. Anybody that you make a relationship with should be adding to your life. They shouldn't be your whole life. And this evaluation, I mean, you could keep going, you know, for the sake of the video, I only did um, about three character traits to just, you know, look and, and start doing this work. But you could go down everything, every character trait that you want 
a friend to have, see if you have it for yourself. See if you have it for yourself. Because again, you set the tone for how others treat you. And another thing when it comes to evaluating yourself, once you've done the work, go back to the question I asked you in the beginning. Who are you at your core? Not who everybody said you were. Not who your negative thoughts told you you were. It needs to reflect what God says about you and what you have seen. What has been a theme of your life? How do you show up? What is your character? Who are you? Um, And this is one of my favorite quotes I'm going to read. Be you because everybody is taken. Be you because everybody else is already taken. Stop trying to be like her. Stop trying to be like him. Stop trying to be like whoever you are idolizing on social media, whatever. I feel like everybody, it's so weird right now. I feel like everybody is starting to look alike. Everybody's getting different things done with their bodies, their face. And some things I get, but some things I'm like, ooh, you're going to have to continue to get work, sis, because you just don't love yourself. And there's always going to be a new inspiration that you're going to be looking at that you're trying to manipulate your body and who you are to fit that. And God already created you in his image. He already says you are his handiwork. Like to me, that's disrespectful to God. Me personally, I just believe that's disrespectful to God. Like you're basically telling him he didn't do a good enough job on you. I'm going to leave that. I told y'all, I'm not friend. If y'all be it in this journey, y'all going to see I'm not friend that I love people so much. And I see what people can be. But I always study, like, why are they not getting there? You could get all the knowledge in the world. But I think if there's not somebody that holds you accountable, it's hard to get anywhere. It's hard to get anywhere without accountability and then application. And I'm not the one I'm really teaching and God has really, you know, placed this on my heart for years to teach social education. That's the lane that I'm in because, again, I love people and I want people to love people the way I love people. And you will see my relationships and connections have bloomed, has flourished. I'm an influencer, quote unquote. Um, things like that because of my connection with people I've gotten to rooms that I did not qualify for because of my connections to people people support me because they will literally remind me of how I treated them in middle school and high school those things matter and no like and I only had the love of God in me um in in those phases because I grew up in church other than that in my mind, I felt like I was worthless, but I seen how just following his principles and treating people. If you want friends, be friendly. Like those are the things that was taught to me when I was a kid. So I'm a, I'm not gonna say I'm an expert at this, but this is what he wanted me to teach. And there's so many things I said I'll say that to say. 
I'm not teaching. I, I One day maybe I could get into it. But if you really read the book of wisdom, which is Proverbs, he will tell you guys like why some people are not going far, why some people feel like they're not whatever because of your mindset. Like that accountability, accountability piece is so important. I know there's somewhere, and I'm paraphrasing, there's somewhere in Proverbs that says only a dog goes back to its own vomit. Isn't that deep? Are you a dog? Are you going back to things that don't serve you? Thought processes that don't serve you. Mindsets that don't serve you. People that don't serve you. Jobs that don't serve you. Like, stop making excuses for yourself. You are not a dog. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are made in God's image. Stop going back to the things you keep talking about you're not going back to. Stop talking about it, for one. Because sometimes talking about what you're going to do creates the illusion that you already did it. It creates the excitement that it was already done. Stop talking about it. Be about it. So, yes, I said that to say I am that friend. Like, I love you, but I'm going to hold you accountable because love corrects. Love corrects. So I'm here for you, and I'm going to leave you guys with a girl code for today, and that's in the yourself chapter. Take care of yourself mentally and physically. Practice self-care daily. That's 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 where it's at. And I actually seen another one that will fit um, for today. Yep. Yourself, number 24, take time daily to evaluate yourself. I'm telling you, it's, it's the girl code for me, literally, because it's nothing but biblical principles. And again, before we can get to a community of high value people um, and connections that you're seeking, you have to do the work to get there. So we're at like D. If you made it this far, we're at like, yeah, C or D. But we still have to get to Z. And you have to do the work before we can we get there. You have to build. I gave you the blueprint. I gave you the foundation. And now we are working on the structure. Okay. This is, this is a journey. And I'm happy to be on it with you guys. I got you, besties. Like, I won't leave you. I will be your sister's keeper in this process. But if you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, subscribe. Let me know how you feel. Let me know what your list was looking like. Like, be honest. Like, tell me what your list was looking like. What changes that you made. Um, if these videos blessed you. And if it did, please send it out to 10 people who may have popped up on your heart while you were reading this. Um, and sometimes it might not be somebody you are even cool with right now. Like God puts people in your life for a reason in a season. Maybe you could think about somebody who thinks low of themselves, who may not love themselves the way they should, and they may need this video. Being your sister's keeper is not just for your friends. It's even for strangers, too. It's a standard that all women should have. So be your sister's keeper, and please send this out to anybody who it may bless. And I hope you guys have a great week. 
you guys have some homework to do. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear what you guys have to say. Um, and I will talk to you guys next week. Meet me right back here. And we're going to get into it. <laughs> See you guys later.